Amen. John chapter 20 and verse what? Verse 30. Look, look what it says. Look what it says. It says, therefore, many other signs Jesus also performed in the presence of the disciples. Let me, let me tell you what signs he was talking about. He, he had done miracles. He had resurrected from the dead. And now he was performing many miracles as the resurrected Christ. And so the Bible's John is concluding his writings now. And he's wrapping it up, okay? And he says many other signs. Amen. Jesus what? Also performed where? In the presence of his disciples. Watch this. Which are not written... In what? In this book. In what book? In this book. He's given us 66 books, right? But he says many other things that Jesus did, but it's not written in this book. But look at the, look at the next verse. This is the next verse is really what I want to key into. But these, right here, these 66 books have been written so that you may what? Believe. You hear what I'm saying? That you may what? Believe. What I'm trying to say this morning is this. That if you read this book, at some point, you're going to come to believe. Because the book, he says, but these things have been written. Now, you know what the so that is? So that. What does so that means? What is it telling you? If you connect it to the to what is being said, the subject, right? But these things have been written, so that is like a therefore, right? He said, he said, so that. So so I have to go back and say this. These things have these things have been written, therefore, or so that you may what? Believe that what? Jesus is the what? Is the what? Is the who? Christ. Christos. Now, you know what his name means? You know what his name means? His name, Yeshua, or, 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 or Joshua, in the, in the Hebrew, his name means Yahweh saves. Isn't that powerful? I just looked at that this morning. I said, Wow. His name means God saves. What is this book all about? So that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that, by, and that believing you may have what? You may have what? May I say this to you? You don't start living until you meet Jesus. You won't start living until you start making him Lord. But the Bible says the only way to believe, according to this text, in Jesus is to read this book. And when you read this book, I said this to my seminary students last week. When you read this book, <clears throat> eventually you will run into Jesus. Because what John is doing at the conclusion of his writing, 
he's saying, but these things, these 66 books, have been written so that you may what? Believe. I'm sorry to read it again. It's just so rich. That what? And that, that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. That's how you isogee a passage. That you may have what? Life what? In his what? In his name. Because at the name of Jesus, I wish I had somebody. Every what? Every knee shall bow. And every tongue will confess. But what what John is telling us, that there are a lot of things that Jesus did but God only want us, wanted us to know what's in here. And that by reading this, we would come to believe. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. That, 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 that by reading the book and all that he did, you, would, you and I would have life. Amen. He said that you may have what? Life in his what? In his name, Amen. that you may have life, not just here, but life eternal. But he says that you will have life in his name. When you make Jesus Lord of your life, amen, you will start living. But you have to first believe. And if you do not believe, it will be difficult for you to have life in his name. Now, he's talking about eternal life, but he's also talking about life. You don't start living until you make Jesus Lord of your life. Go to the next chapter, right at the very end. Right at the very end, right at the very end of chapter 21. I want you to read, I want you to read this for me. Amen. Read for me. Verse 25. Amen. Verse 24. It says, this is the disciple who is testifying to these things and wrote these things. And we know that his testimony is what? True. Verse 25. And there are also what? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. See, a lot of people are looking for more. They, look, they want more. They're like, you know, I need to know more about God, and I need to know all about the mysteries, and I need to read this book, and this book, the boy went to heaven, and this book, the, the boy went to hell, and this book, you know what I mean, and all these other books, all these other books, but the greatest book that you will ever read. And listen, he says that in this book, if you read it, it was written so that you would believe. The question is, when you read the book, do you run into Jesus? See why I'm teaching on lordship? Because until Jesus becomes lord of your life, it will be very hard for you to believe. See, and life will not make any sense apart from him being Lord. 
Now watch this. Watch what he said. He says, and, and, and what, what did he say? He says, and which, he says, which if they were written in what? In detail, I suppose that even the world itself would not contain the books that would be. You know what that would be is? <laughs> it's not even future tense. <laughs> it's, hey, <laughs> if, if I was to write all that Jesus had done, but, but remember what he said in the, in the previous verse. He says, all that's written here is already, it's complete. But we have to read it. We have to read God's word. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by what? The word of God. And it's the word of God, saints. You hear me say it all the time. It's the word of God that will carry you through Tough, the toughest days of your life. But here's the thing. When you read this book, in Genesis, I see Jesus. In Exodus, I see Jesus. In, 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 in Deuteronomy, I see Jesus. In Numbers, I see Jesus. All through the Psalms, I see Jesus. In Proverbs, I see Jesus. When you're reading the book, he says, as you're reading it, eventually, you'll run into the greatest man that ever lived on planet earth who is alive today in heaven. Do you know that Jesus grew up in a home where his own family members did not believe in him? Did you know that? Did you know that his brother James, who became one of the leaders of the church, do you know that they, listen, they shared clothes, they played marbles together, Amen. They did all this stuff. But the only time they wanted something to do with Jesus was when Jesus had a crowd coming to him. Well, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. When the crowd came to Jesus, <clears throat> amen, the crowd wanted to be around him. And then his brothers and his sisters and his mama came, hey, tell Jesus we're here. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said to him, listen, <laughs> you should have been here, is what he, should, what, he, what he told them. He says, who is my mother, my brothers, and my sisters? Those, listen to this, listen to what he says. <clears throat> listen to this. Jesus said, those who hear my word, oh man, what is that passage? That's, that's in the book of Luke. Those who hear my word and those who obey my word. Amen. Luke chapter 8 and verse 1. Let's look at it. Look what he says. And soon after, he began going around from what? One city and village to another. Doing what? Pro now, the word proclaim there is the word caruso. All right. Now, the word caruso to proclaim, a proclaimer was a herald. And so, in other words, it's funny because the word proclaim means preach, and the word preach means gospel. <laughs> so, so when he says he was proclaiming, it meant that he was heralding a message, right? But, and the word preaching means the gospel. So it would read like this in the Greek. Soon after, he began going around from one city and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news. So the word preaching there is you and Gileon. 
All right? The word euangelion is the good news, the gospel. Now watch this. It says, and the, he was preaching what? The kingdom of God. Now watch this. The 12 were with him and also some women who had been, see, this is what I love about Jesus. See, the 12 were there. They were called by Jesus. But these women, don't think about Jesus. Watch this. It says, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and sickness. The question is, why are you following Jesus? Here's the thing. If you know that you've been delivered from something, amen, and you know it was nobody but Jesus that delivered you from it, the natural thing to do is what? Come on, somebody. Anybody been healed before? I've been healed. And these women showed their gratitude, watch this, by their commitment. Listen, you want to show Jesus that you love him, that he's Lord? Show your commitment to him. Show your commitment to follow him. But watch what Jesus said. What was the text says? The text says, now watch the crew that Jesus hung around with. <laughs> Twelve guys that had shady characters. All right? Peter was temperamental. Amen. And in the end, the 12 that was there, they wasn't there in the end, but one, John. The 11 ran away and went fishing. One stayed, amen. One denied him. One betrayed him. Judas was there too. Come on, somebody. What a group of leaders. I wish I had somebody. <laughs> amen. I'm going to say it one more time. What a group of leaders. He had 12 leaders. One betrayed him. <laughs> Come on, somebody. One did what? One denied him. One actually, and out of 12, only one really loved him. Is that deep? Jesus poured his life being Lord. He, he poured his life out into these men. But look who was the most committed to him. The same ones you see here in chapter 8 will be the same ones you see in the last two chapters of Luke. Early in the morning, after he was beaten, bruised for our iniquity, put in a grave. The, the, listen, they couldn't wait till it was dawn. The, the Bible says at dawn, they got up early in the morning and they ran down to the tomb. Who, who ran to the tomb? The same women who had been healed. Anybody been healed from an evil spirit before? I have. Anybody been healed from sickness? I have. Come on, somebody. It's it says in Mary, who was called what? Ma yeah, Magdalene. You know who Mary Magdalene is, right? She was a round away girl. Amen. It says, and from whom seven demons had gone out. And who? Joanna, the wife of Chuzza, Herod Stewart, and what? And Susanna, and many others who were contributing to their support out of their private means. Here's a natural thing that happens 
when you really fall in love with Jesus and make him Lord, you will support the kingdom with no problems. Out of their private means, they were taking care of Jesus. Is that powerful? Now watch the text. The text says, and when a large crowd, mm-hmm, when a large crowd had what? What was what? Was coming together. Now, now, first thing I see, I see the 12 disciples. I see Jesus' inner circle. See, everybody want to say he's Lord. But some of us are part of the crowd. See, what has Jesus done for you? See, so, so here it is. He's going around preaching and teaching, right? Here he is preaching and teaching. But watch this. Watch this now. He was preaching and teaching, but watch the shift now in the passage. The text says, and when a large crowd, isn't that what we want? Huh? Don't we want a crowd? Now, I'm not saying that growth isn't good. But the question is, what kind of growth do we want? Do we want a crowd just to say we fill the seats and the parking lot is full and the baskets are full? Or do we want a crowd so that when they read the Bible, they will come to believe that Jesus is the Christ? What does the text say? The text says, and they were coming together, and those from what? The various cities were journeying to him. But notice what Jesus did. He shifted. <clears throat> the text says, and he spoke by way of what? You know what he did? <laughs> he really confused them. Why did he speak? Why, why wouldn't he just speak regular? Why would, I mean, why did he shift his method? He was preaching and proclaiming, right? He was preaching and proclaiming, but now he's speaking in what? He was preaching and teaching before. He was preaching and proclaiming the good news. But now he starts preaching in what? When the crowd showed up, not everybody wants him to be Lord. So therefore, not everybody can accept the message. So what he did, he spoke in parables so that he can divide who's who. He can divide the real from the fake. Check this out. So, so this large crowd, you're looking about maybe 10, 15,000 people. Now, who wouldn't want a 10, 15,000 people crowd? Everybody. As a matter of fact, if we had 10, 15,000 people coming to our church, we would be classified as mega. But Jesus majored Hallelujah. 
in, in watch this, in maturing and watch this, and sorting through the real from the fake. May I say this to you? Is Jesus Lord of your life? Because if he is, you will understand the message. Let's read the parable. Come on. Let me show you something. Go to verse 5. Watch, watch what it says. See, see this, is, this is why I love the word. I love the word. If you become a master at his word, if you read it and you study it and you learn it and you live it, you will live like nobody else. I promise you is the word. It's in the word. Look what the text says. Now, 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 now this is such an appropriate, it's such an appropriate parable for, for the audience that he's preaching to. Right? Because not everybody came for the right what? Reason. But it's such an appropriate parable. Look what he says. He says, the sower went out to sow. Now, you know, his seed. Now, you know what the seed is. The seed is the word of God. Amen. And he says, and he said, some fell beside the road and it was trampled underfoot and the birds of the air ate it up. Others fell on rocky soil. Like right now, I'm teaching right now. The question is, what kind of ground are you? So what he was doing is he switched modes. He could have said this plainly to them. But he spoke in parables and watch what he says. He says something fell beside the roads, all right? Others fell on the rocky soil and soon it grew up and withered away because it had no moisture. Other seed fell among the thorns and the thorns what? <clears throat> grew up with it and choked it out. Other seed, other seed fell on what? Good soil and grew up and what? Produce the crop, what? hundred times, hundred times as great. Now watch what he says. He says, he, as he said these things, he, he would call out, he who has what? Let him what? Now watch verse 9. This is why I'm telling you that he didn't do this to be relatable. He did this to be what? To be, uh, to separate. He, he did it. He did it so that he could what? He can separate the true from the false. Because watch this. Read verse 9. I mean, come on, guys. Guys. Not the gals. The guys. I don't think you hear me. Guys. The disciples. His disciples began what? What does this mean? But hold on a minute. Jesus, I'll die for you. A lot, a lot of people as well as Satan had or have what? without submitting to him. <clears throat> Go to the next verse. Go, go to the next uh, slide. <clears throat> Watch this. Verse 10. 
when Jesus called people to follow him, he was not seeking what? Sidekicks or what? He was calling people to yield completely and what? Unreservedly to his lordship. See, these disciples, they weren't getting it. They didn't even understand the parable. How can you not understand the parable and Jesus is sitting right here at your feet and he was sitting at his feet. You're walking with him. You're talking with him. You're, you're sleeping right around him. Come on, somebody. How can you not know Jesus as Lord? Because, and for us, it's because we haven't, re we haven't read this because John says that if you read this and you will eventually come to believe Am I right? And you know why a lot of people don't believe today? Because they're not reading this. Back to John, right? Where I started off. Watch this. Go, go to the text. Go to the text. Text says in verse 10, he says, and he said to you, and he said, now look what he says to them. To you it has been granted to, to know the what? But to who? It is in what? You know, you know, Jesus is the only person I know that if 15,000 people, listen, Jesus did not preach to be cute, to be entertaining. Watch this, to try to keep the people. He didn't do that. He preached so that he can separate the men from the boys, the real from the unreal, amen, the fakers and the shakers, amen. He didn't, see, this stuff they don't tell you in church today. They, they don't tell you this in church today. And then in seminary, what they do, they train you how to preach so that you can attract crowds. But here's the thing, God is the one will send the people but you have to make sure as a teacher, as a preacher of God's word, that you continue to proclaim the truth and stop watering it down. As I heard a lady say, stop cherry picking what you're going to say and be like Jesus. Look what he says. He says, he says to you it has been granted the mysteries of the kingdom, but to the rest, what? It is in what? Parables, so that seeing they may what? See and what? Hearing they may what? Not understand. Now this, now the parable is this. Now he goes on and notice this. No one asked him, but the disciples. But my thing is, how can you be walking with Jesus and you still, listen, you can be in church for a long time and still don't understand the message. But if God has, if God has revealed his mysteries to you, he says to you, to you, the elect. And that's really what Jesus was doing here. He was showing that, that he will give everybody an opportunity to hear the word. But not everybody will receive it and not everybody is elected. Let me get to the point I was trying to make here. Uh, go to verse 12. It says, 
Those besides the road are those who what? Those who, do, those who have heard. <laughs> and then what? Let me, let, me say, let me tell you this. The devil, watch this. The devil will comes and how can the devil, how can we allow the devil? Come on, somebody. The word is so powerful. It's like a hammer, y'all. The word is so powerful. Listen, it's like fire. The word is so powerful, amen. It can break through barriers. The text says the devil comes and takes away the word from their what? Heart. So that they will not believe and be saved. You think Satan wants you to be saved? So what does he do? He snatches the word. Now look what it says in verse 13. It says, those on the rocky soil are those who what? When they hear, the, hear and receive the word of God with joy. And watch this. And, and listen, there, there's some who hear, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And all this other stuff. Look at this. Yeah, they happy, right? And, and they, they have no firm what? Root. They believe for a while. They believe for what? A while. And in time of what? They do what? Nice. Verse 14. The seed which fell among the thorns are the ones who have heard, and as they go on their way, they are choked with what? The worries and the riches and the pleasure of what life? Mm, you want it all now. It says, and it brings what? And bring no fruit to maturity. You know, you know what Jesus was saying in, initially here? He was saying in this crowd, there are all these different types of people. And what I just did today is I spoke in a parable and the one who has been granted the mystery to believe it and to understand it, it's for you. The question is this morning, is what I'm saying to you right now for you? Do you hear me? He said, but the seed that's on good soil, these are the ones who heard the word in what? In an honest and what? Good heart. And hold it fast. See that? You got to hold it. And bear fruit with perseverance. Now Jesus goes on to, 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 to speak again in another parable about the lamp. But go right here for me. Uh, look what it said, verse 19. What's in verse 19? Verse 19. Watch this. When the crowds came and all this other stuff, guess what happens after crowd? Just guess what happens when you get popular? You know what happens when you get on fleek? You understand know what I'm saying? When you get on fleek, guess what happens? Everybody want a piece of you. The text says, and his mother and his brother came to him, and they, they were unable to get to him because of the what? And it was reported to him, your mother and your brothers are standing outside wishing to see you. Verse 21. But he answered and said to them, my mother and my brothers are these who what? Hear the word 
of God. Those who what? Hear the word of God. And what? And do it. So you know what I want to say to you? Just do it.